but the why coming from an unbiased approach is going to drive more sales and conversions just because it's more authentic instead of the brand saying, oh, I'm the best, you know? The B2B Marketing Exchange was created with one goal in mind, to help B2B practitioners across marketing and sales be better at their jobs. Now we're bringing the insights from the stage to your ears. These are the tips and tools you need to succeed. This is the B2B Marketing Exchange Podcast. Right. Hey guys, we are back with another episode of the B2B MX podcast and you're in for a special treat today. No replays. I'm just so excited for B2B MX in Scottsdale now that the date is coming up so quickly and my flight is finally booked. So I've just decided to bring some of our speakers on the pod for the next few weeks to chat about their sessions and really just to catch up and and have our audience really get to know them a little bit better before we all make our way out to Scottsdale. So this week I have my friend Christina Kay from Reseller Ratings who actually spoke at B2B SMX in Boston just last year and that's really where we met. She was actually one of our B2B Innovator Award winners and I'm just so excited to have her coming back to B2B MX in February. Well, in just a few weeks actually. And she's going to be covering a topic that Honestly, I haven't spoken much about, we haven't written much about it in, on Demand Gen Report. So the minute we started discussing this topic of user-generated content in B2B, I was like, yes, we need to shed some more light on this. So obviously we will shed that light a little bit today, but of course, come out to Scottsdale and come see us in person and, and see the session in real life. All in all, Christina, how are you? Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. Hi there, I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing so, so well. I know I've been kind of actually keeping the podcast audience up to date on my recovery. And I know you know I had my silly little accident just last year, but I'm doing so, so much better. I'm actually fully mobile now. The scar looks gnarly, but I'm not even doing anything about it because I just like to show it off. I could finally go back to the gym. So I... I'm in a much better place than I was just a few months ago. So yeah, thank you so much for asking. Before we dive in like hardcore, I wanted you to kind of just tell our audience a little bit about yourself, about reseller ratings, obviously, and what you do there. Sure. So I am the VP of marketing and RevOps at reseller ratings. And about me, I guess you could say, I've been in the marketing space for about a little over 12 years now. I actually started my career in PR and advertising over in Dubai. And I really quickly fell in love with just the tech side of marketing. And that's where I just kept going and I kept falling in love with it. So that's a little bit about me. Reseller ratings. So we are one of the top or one of the first like UGC platforms where we amplify the voice of millions of shoppers and customers while also like establishing that loyalty that will help your customers convert higher as well as create loyal and repeat customers. Interesting. All right. So, okay. Topic is user-generated content or UGC, like everybody might've heard us uh, say. I want to dive in on this topic, obviously. So we also don't want to give too much of your presentation away. So let's just do our best here, right? So 
First things first, I actually, I was an editor on our sister publication, which is Retail Touchpoint. So they cover a lot of retail and retail marketing and stuff like that. So UGC was actually like a huge topic for that platform, right? Because it's, you know, B2C. So when I think of UGC, I think of a, just a brand, let's say a customer posted a photo on Instagram, tagged the brand, used a hashtag, and then the brand would just use it in their own marketing or social media collateral or some websites even have like user generated content where the photos on the stream show up on their website. Am I kind of on the right page there? Is that somewhat correct? Let me know and then let me know how you define user generated content on your end. Yeah, so you're actually right on the nail, the head, whatever just um, saying you want to say for that. But yes, that is the correct description for you to see on the B2C side. You see it a lot, like you mentioned, on the social side. We're seeing it a lot, too, on video. So if you think of, like, unboxing or people that aren't those quote-unquote influencers, they're just, they love products or they love showing people what they bought on their Snapchat or TikTok or whatever they um, choose to do. Um, That's UGC as well. And that's not saying that the brand has to use it, but that's your user or your customer is generating content. So that is that. And you mentioned that like on websites, like you said, and you see that stream of quote, real people with their photos of products, wearing the product, using the product, whatever. That is really like what our software does in a sense. And that is a big part of UGC. Another part of UGC is really working with your paid ads. So whenever you shop online, I'm sure you shop online because I feel like we all do, especially with the pandemic. Um, yeah, my, my husband doesn't like me shopping <laughs> online, but I love to shop online. <laughs> yeah, my dogs don't mind it because half the time it's like toys or treats for them. So I have no one yelling at me, you know, <laughs> but it's also really cool because it also works and helps elevate your um, paid ads because we're a partner with Google. And so it helps show those stars. If you see like the star ratings within paid ads and you click on to that shopping thing you're like that piece of clothing or whatever or a book you're looking at and it has star ratings you can click on that and then you can read all of the reviews and you'll see reseller ratings you can you'll see maybe like goodreads.com like a lot of different review sites per se and i was just being specific with the book but you can see all of the other types of companies that do those reviews but a big part is played in the paid ad space as well and that's just like b2c obviously but b2b it's definitely a new thing that i feel it's not new but it's a thing that people don't think of a lot in their marketing or sales um, strategies which is what we've really focused on and i can't wait to talk more about it within my session Awesome. Awesome. So can you give me just a a general example of how UGC differs for B2B when compared to B2C industries? Sure. So if you think about it in the sense of B2C, obviously it's easy to show a piece of clothing you're wearing or new shoes you bought. B2B is not, you can't show a software on your clothing. You could probably wear the swag, you know, but it's not the actual software. So with um, UGC, with B2B, think about those power users or those customers you love working with that talk rave reviews about you or talk you up in your CSM calls. Those are the people you really do want to connect with and have their voice be heard about you. So whether that be a organic LinkedIn post or HubSpot does a great job with this with communities like their community page 
if you think about it, that's all UGC. That's all of their users' generated content. That's their users commenting on things. Yes, there's moderators and people like that from the brand writing in, but really that bulk of that is their users driving that um, initiative as well as um, case studies. That's a sense of UGC because you're working with Yes, you're generating the content in a sense, but you're really highlighting that brand and it's showing how they increased revenue or increased website visits by the use of your product. And instead of having your, like for us, for the longest time, we were basically telling people what we're good at in a sense of like, instead of the why, but the why coming from an unbiased approach is going to drive more sales and conversions just because it's more authentic instead of the brand saying, oh, I'm the best. You know, it's the people that are around your brand that also could be feedback just for you to help grow your business or change your product because you do want that loyalty and having a solid UDC strategy with your B2B business will get your retention up, your renewal rates, loyalty, and even could help your prospecting because then people will hear that kind of word of mouth side of the business, not from you, but someone who loves you. I love that. So essentially, it really goes hand in hand with like advocacy programs or even almost sometimes influencer marketing, right? Because like these are actual users of the product. So they're really the ones giving their testimonials and their unique insights on the product, right? Exactly. Because really with me, like when I'm I'm looking at a tech stack or different products that we're looking at, I don't just look at the website because that can only tell you so much and they're telling you what you want to know. <laughs> I look at other like review sites like a G2, like G2 is a perfect example also of like UDC, but I look at what they're tagged in or what people have tagged them in. I also maybe might reach out to someone that was highlighted in a case study to have those like conversations because I feel that can help me really find out what they are like post-sale. And so for me, when I think about that, that's how I develop our plan for UGC at Resale Ratings because we want to obviously be comfortable with people being able to like reach out to one of our customers, having those calls with like even just having, for instance, we have a client that could we could ask and they could have a call with a prospective client and we're not on the call. So it just shows like the the trust, but it also just shows like they do have a passion for us as well. Very interesting. Do you look to any other brands or whether they're B2B or B2C, do you look to any of these companies or just communities for inspiration for your own UGC? Yeah, so with B2C, we actually, it's not like our own for our own like inspiration. We use it for inspiration for our product because if we're seeing that B2C customers doing or a perspective or just a person that we don't even know, you know, a new e-com site that popped up. They're doing something with their content that we like. We think of that and use that maybe as a product idea or an enhancement, things like that. So that's the inspiration for us. And obviously our own clients are inspirations too, just because we see how our software is really helping their conversion or just tell that user story because we all know that when we're shopping online, nine times out of 10, we already know what we're shopping for. And then once we get to the site, it basically tells us more. We want what we want based on one, if it's like a full outfit and then you see other people in the outfit and it kind of like gets that journey down. And so that helps that B2C side with that inspiration. B2B examples, I would say, 
I mean, there's just so many for me because again, I love a tech nerd and I love all that stuff. But um, as I mentioned before, like HubSpot does an amazing job with it just based on their community and how they treat their partners or customers because they have like their partner program with agencies and then just their customers just having that organic feedback about their product. I think that's a really big thing because you can feel like you're really influencing a software company as well as like Terminus does an amazing job at that as well with just showcasing some of their customers in the sense of not even really just maybe a case study, just kind of highlighting them or even having their customers because I've seen customers of theirs talk about them a lot. So that's that user generated side. You want to be able to be comfortable with your own brand, I guess you could say, to let them talk on their own about you. You might get bad things, you never know. But I mean, I always call feedback or um, negative things a chance for growth. And everybody needs that. And I feel like every brand, if you would humble yourself in a sense, you could really enhance your brand just based on what your users are saying. And that's B2B or B2C because ultimately your users are the people you're selling to. And if you're not selling to them in a way that they like or they want to hear or it doesn't make sense, it's confusing, you're not going to be increasing sales. So having those conversations and having them influence that customer journey with UGC in the sense of having them kind of run the show with B2B and how, not run the show, but run maybe having one time a year, you choose like a product update that like the users want. And then you say, okay, said company, we're going to highlight you and you're, you'll get it for free, maybe beta test it or something. And you can like post once a quarter on us, things like that. There's a lot of things you can do with like partnerships and exchanges to help them, but also help you in the sense of, because UGC sometimes can be hard to think about what to say, but if you like create that outline and template, which I have done, and I will showcase that in my session, that it really gives you that framework to launch, especially in that B2B space where it might be a little awkward to have someone kind of guide your user-generated content for your B2B software. Hey marketers, you've been waiting for it and it's finally happening. The B2B Marketing Exchange is back, in person, in Scottsdale. If you're a fan of the conversations we share on the B2BMX podcast, this event is literally made for you. Get a front row seat at sessions that will challenge everything you think you know about marketing. Plus, you'll finally get back to in-person networking in a safe, comfortable environment. As a B2BMX podcast listener, you'll get 50% off your ticket by using the code B2BMXPOD during registration. Check out the show notes for more information or head to b2bmarketing.exchange to register now. I love that you mentioned like the word humble because I was going to like chime in like everybody needs to be humbled once in a while. So definitely take any kind of negative, you know, testimonials or anything like that and turn them into positives. Don't just ignore them. Right. Exactly. Because I feel that can help everybody that can help your other customers because they might have I might be thinking it, but they don't say it or it could help just the product team. It could help the marketing team, the sales team. Because also, especially sometimes, and I talk about this as well, that like sales and marketing need to be like aligned in the sense of how they want the user to be, the user to like market for us. You know, like think about it in that mindset too, because that's super important. And if you give off a vibe that is authentic and fun and innovative, 
that customer is going to feel that. And so when they talk about your company, that's what they're going to say as well. If it's like boring and very, maybe just all technical all the time and very like rigid, I guess you could say the response back or talking about your brand authentically could be a little different, you know, it just depends on how you want that presented. So having that across the board with like across each department is super important. Very interesting. And I'm also curious, like obviously reseller ratings helps with all things user generated content, right? But what other specific tools or solutions are important or nice to have for these types of initiatives? Are there any other tools in your tech stack that you deem necessary for success with this? So I think, well, for us in general, like we have like the full suite of tools for like UGC specifically. So we don't rely on other tools, but I will say we do rely on those like integration partners because I feel like that's super important in the B2B space with any UGC a campaign you want to like push out to get people organically posting in a sense or getting them in the thought to be able to do that. Like, hey, send out like a email saying this is what Brian said about us. We love when our customers blah, 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 blah. Like that's organic LinkedIn or whether that be maybe on a Slack channel that like a Slack association channel, because I know there's so many associations with different like Slack communities, just talking about your product. Like that's definitely a big side of UGC as well, the word of mouth. But if you think of UGC as what it actually stands for, any type of content that's going to be user generated is, could be part of your strategy. Like that's um, Slack example I gave. But with our tech stack, I would say, I mean, this is not, I wouldn't say it's part of our tech stack, but I will say that other products help us figure out what we need or to enhance our products. So if you think about like Canva, Canva, you can really design anything you want. And within our tool, you're able to design like a social post to put out with one of the reviews you get back or some type of video tour of a product or something like that. And you can easily connect it to social and post it. But there's obviously limitations because we don't have that robust design side of Canva. So it's for us figuring out like how we can do that and how we can enhance it to let it be more open and more um, not so templated as you could say within our software. So those ideas I think other solutions help us figure out what we could do better. But also even like if you think about like our competitors too, we can see what they're doing. And obviously we don't have like access to the platforms, but we can like see in the sense of their own users posting about them and like showing maybe dashboards or things like that. I feel that helps us influence like our success with UDC because We want to be always top of mind of people, but we always want to be challenged by our own users. Like we want to really hear what they're thinking and feeling. And we're going to be launching this really cool group internally, well, externally, but we're launching it soon to really be honestly the voice of recelerating. So this group of people from customers, past customers to help us shape our brand and that in itself, it's going to be its own like UGC engine with them creating content about us, us doing like co-branded things. There's just going to be so many things with that, which helps your loyalty and retention in general. 
love that. I love that. So many fun. And I mean, I feel like you could get so creative with this stuff too. So it, that kind of like gets me like giddy inside. Because again, B2B, a lot of people have always said boring to boring, things could get a little stale. But I love seeing B2B brands really get creative. And this is such a really great example of that creativity. So with all of that said, and again, I don't want to give any too, too much more away. What else can we expect from you in Scottsdale? Yeah, so I definitely want this to be a presentation for you to be able to leave and have something to go off of. So that's like what I've always said when I presented or even been in a presentation and I've looked at different presentations. I really like that framework mindset or strategy that you could almost duplicate and launch with or take ideas from. So you're going to leave with a framework and strategy to launch your B2B UGC framework for 2022 in my presentation. Love it. Love it. Yeah, honestly, that's really a really big thing for me when putting the the content agenda together, because it's it's one thing to get up on stage and preach. It's another to give the audience something to take back to their office and utilize almost immediately or as soon as possible or really just get those creative juices flowing. So you could definitely not only expect that from Christina's session, but you could definitely expect it from pretty much every single other session there. Like there will be actionable takeaways so obviously a pen and paper is a must when or your laptop or whatever it is that you take notes on is a must when attending b2b mx and of course we're back in person and we went back in person for our sales and marketing exchange in boston that was like our first taste of what an in-person event kind of looks and feels like after the covid19 pandemic but for me the return to scottsdale is like the big thing you know so we're finally returning to Scottsdale it's been a really obviously long long time of, of virtual events so Christina I mean I'm sure you've attended your fair share of virtual events in the past so I want to hear from you like tell me about those experiences and, and what do you wish that we could continue on like in terms of like what a virtual event looked like what do you wish you know we should keep for our hybrid world and what do you think should kind of like just stay in the pandemic days? Yeah, so I love this question because I feel like I have two sides to my brain on it in a sense. So in terms of like post or I feel like we're not going to be post pandemic for a while, it feels, but but I love being in person. I love meeting people. I'm a people person. I like just chatting and getting to know people. So I feel like having that in a virtual or hybrid type of event is super important. So having maybe like a breakout type of room, like I've been in conferences that you can always go to like the, it basically kind of be like that trade, not trade show, it'd be like the booth area basically where all like the vendors are, sponsors are, and people, you see the people walking around, like you see their avatar walking around and you could walk up to them if they, if it's like a thing that says basically like available to talk or whatever, um, you can talk to them and then it starts a video chat, you know? And I think that's super cool. I and mean, it's almost like a roulette in a sense, I feel. So it's kind of like nervous because you're like, maybe this person's great. Maybe I have no idea, you know? So it's fun. Like, I feel like that part is to definitely stay. Sometimes in the virtual world, I feel I've learned to attend it. There's just so much packed in to 
one event or one day that it almost got too much because it is hard to break away from your desk doing your work when you're still at a virtual event, having that mindset of it. So I've learned after, after like the third or fourth virtual event, I would not be in my normal routine at the virtual event, like during the days, like I would be at a different coffee shop or I would go to a co-working space and just like turn notifications off and really like think about what I'm doing. Otherwise it could be a waste of money if it's like an expensive event or, but you're not gonna be learning. And that's really the big part of conferences are learning and just being that sponge or being that water to like teach someone. And as well as that meeting people factor, like I love chatting with people and talking with people. So having that, have more of that verse just session upon session is super important, I feel. Yeah, I definitely agree. And it's easy to dive into a full steam in an event when you're out there, right? You fly out there for this event. So it's like you're not in the office. So being virtual, as much as it's great to multitask, you can't really multitask, like do your job and attend the event and make it worth your while, right? So I definitely agree. So what are you looking forward to at B2BMX this year? Goodness, I feel like there's so many great topics. Like I think I talked about this in my Q&A on the blog, but with like Mark Sheraton, I feel like he has been a person who I've read about and listened to talk so many times throughout my career, especially in like the HubSpot world, because that's basically how his whole company like launched and gets big. I feel just getting talking to him again. And because obviously since then he's changed roles at because he works like with impact now and has his own company and it's just so many things that i always learn from him that i feel will be cool i'm looking forward to that as well as just connecting with people that i saw in boston honestly i think i learned i mean i learned a lot in sessions i'm not gonna lie but i also learned a lot out of the session just like with people and talking post session with people about the sessions Or I was like, hey, you know, I know a lot about this. Let's kind of be uncomfortable in a sense and go to a session that you don't know a lot about because that could help learn as well. So I feel I'm really excited for the unknown or the uncomfortable for what I'm going to learn. But I'm also excited for the people that I see on the agenda as well as the people coming in from um, who went to, sorry, who went to the Boston conference. And I have some friends coming that are like old coworkers coming. So I'm excited to see them and um, network with them and just connect them with amazing people that I've met at that conference in Boston. I love that. And that's what physical events are all about. And that's why we've missed them so, so much. And yeah, I'm just, I'm really looking forward to everything that you said and so much more. It's going to be a really, really good time. And it's going to be a safe environment. I can't stress this enough. We are really taking all of the precautions. I know I'm sure there are people out there that are nervous still about traveling or attending, you know, large gatherings, but I am so, so confident that we are doing absolutely everything we can to ensure that this is going to be a safe environment so everybody could just focus on the learning as opposed to the C word or anything like that. So it's going to be a really good time. I'm so excited. And the resort is so beautiful, Christina. Have you ever been there before? No, but I keep looking at the photos and I go on Instagram and I look at the user-generated content. (laughs) (laughs) I see the tagged photos. I see not like the photos they post. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just can't wait. I think I might do a spa day. Because I I leave Thursday, so I might just do like a spa day for myself. (laughs) 
Yeah, definitely do it. We went to, this is like super off the topic, but when we did our site visit in October of 2021, I I hit up the spot and it was absolutely beautiful. Even their gym is really nice. Like you just can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah, really, really nice. Yeah. Well, see, Claudia, that's an example of UGC right there. You talking about it, everything like that, because obviously they did not produce that content. You did. So that's a good example of UGC. (laughs) Awesome. Well, with that, we'll just end it right there. And yeah, that is really, you know, essentially that's all the questions I have for you, Christina. I'm just so excited to have you speaking again at B2BMX and to see you and and just catch up. So thank you so much for, for joining me today. Thank you very much. And I hope I see everyone in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, everyone, that is a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really can't wait. Hopefully I could see some of our listeners in Scottsdale. If you enjoyed this conversation, you're gonna wanna be there, right? So the link to register for B2BMX is in our show notes. I really hope to see you there. I will be around. So if you are a listener and you come to the event, please find me, come say hi. I really look forward to to meeting as many new people as possible. And then of course, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any new episodes. We have a nice chunk of speakers joining me for interviews within the next few weeks. Marcus Sheridan will be one of them. So I know Christina will definitely listen to that episode and he's awesome. So I have Marcus Sheridan on the hook. I have Jay Bear coming on. So they're gonna be some really great conversations. So subscribe to the pod so you don't miss any episode and then of course catch me on twitter or linkedin to share any feedback or just you know let us know who you want to hear from on the podcast so again thank you so much for checking out the show today and i will catch you next week bye